On this episode of Hit the Deck, an Ontario hockey league is pushing hard to fund a new arena, but did they? It's a secret to everyone. We just wanted to have an explanation to see if the Chatham Road Hockey League got their rink or not. So we don't know. And in British Columbia, there's a war raging. Ice versus deck and we're picking sides. They have an ice hockey rink, which I guess come spring, they melt the ice and then they use it for, uh, for ball hockey and deck hockey and also lacrosse. But they wanted to keep the ice. Suck it up, Nancy. Plus. Down in Charlotte, they're hitting the ground running on their summer league. Go get you some. The Charlotte Street Hockey League has started its new sign-up for the summer league as we speak. All this and more coming up on this episode of Hit the Deck. Game on! Welcome to episode 133 of the Hit the Deck podcast, where we talk deck hockey, street hockey, ball hockey, it's hockey in sneakers. I don't know what that little thing I just did, like I'm on a game show or something, in sneakers. That's, uh, I, 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 I don't know, it's like, it's, it's, it's slightly bordering on Oprah, I think there, it's not... <laughs> Not quite my intention, like hockey and sneakers. That that's not really what I was going for. It's more of like a sneaker. I don't I don't know what I was going for. Honestly. How about I be British? It's hockey and trainers. I just offended a whole bunch of people, I'm sure. Anyway, you know what it is. It's ball hockey, and that's what we're talking about. And the people who are talking about it, right at you. I'll let you know right now because I owe you at least that much. So we'll jump right into tonight's starting lineup. So for tonight's starting lineup, in goal as ever, I am number 35, your American rhino, Gary McComiskey, and of course, my patient co-host. On defense, number four, I'm James Sejazi. How you doing, James? Hanging in there. How about yourself, sir? I don't know. Apparently, I'm quite scatterbrained for this podcast, but I'm happy to be back. Yeah, I missed you last week. Yeah, likewise, likewise. I, You know, it's it's funny. It's It's weird. I, last week, I was sitting at work on, on Friday, which is usually when I edit the podcast because we record on Thursday night. So I edit it during the day on Friday. And then as soon as it's done, I, I drop it in the feed. And I was just kind of twiddling my thumbs like, uh, I'm supposed to be editing. What's going on? What am I doing? I mean, I guess I could have done work, but you know, that's, that's, that's not what I'm used to doing on Friday. Yeah, well, just, dear listener, if you need an explanation, Gary and I are Catholic and we're practicing Catholic, so didn't feel right having the American Rhino doing all the work on Good Friday. And that's the number one reason why we did not do a podcast last week. But uh, if you celebrated, I hope you all have a happy, had a happy Easter. And uh, or if you celebrate Passover, happy Passover. Mm -hmm. Or if you're Greek, happy Easter coming up. That's right. Yes. Thank you. Good catch. American. Mm -hmm. Rhino. That one goes out to the Phantom Lord, wherever he may be. Yes, sir. Yeah, just actually doing some IMs last week with the good old Phantom Lord. So it was nice to catch up with a good friend from our SJU days. How is Brother Louie? He's hanging in there. He's doing pretty well. Uh, he's a father now, and God bless him. Yes, sir. Agreed. Yeah. Well, listener, we hope that you are also doing well because we missed you terribly. Uh, let's see. Have I done anything exciting in the intervening time since last we spoke? I can't think of anything. It's it's mostly been business as usual. Last week was Easter, so, you know, it was busy doing stuff and things and uh, etc. for me. I'm, I assume for you as well, James. 
Yeah, unfortunately, I, had to, I really had to work on Good Friday. The first time in my life I had to work on Good Friday. So as a practicing Catholic, it felt horrible, very foreign, and, you know, just whatever. But uh, did you play any deck hockey at all or watch any of the uh, NHL Stanley Cup playoffs? No, I have done no hockey-related activities since last we spoke. Yeah, I haven't done much. I mean, I haven't played deck hockey in, in a year, actually, over a year. But I uh, did catch some of the playoffs of the NHL Stanley Cup caliber and as exciting as ever. Congratulations to the Islanders as they advanced to the second round. Sorry, Lou and other Pittsburgh Penguin fans out there that the Islanders swept them. And uh, to their benefit, too, the team that they were waiting to face was between the defending Stanley Cup champion, the uh, Washington Capitals, and, of course, the uh, Hurricanes. And that went seven games, and game seven went into double overtime, and the Hurricanes won. So now the Islanders have home ice advantage, and looking forward to that. A big, big shock that the Tampa Bay Lightning were eliminated. They were also swept, too. Great series with San Jose and Las Vegas. Unfortunately, they have, one team has to win all the time, and one has to lose, obviously, but Vegas is out as the uh, Sharks advance. So a lot of exciting hockey. It, it's so intense and fun to watch. And unfortunately, Gary and our, and, and my favorite team didn't make it, but um, maybe we could live vicariously through the Islander fans in the interim, at least in our little area of the world. I'm telling you, James, the lightning touched the president's trophy. It's the only explanation. It, it, you said it. You called it American Rhino. I mean, I don't know if they did, but I'm just assuming they, they had did. to have. Exactly. You don't need to, you know, the, the sun rises and sets. You don't need to see it. You know what happens. So that, that's just the way it goes. It was kind of an epic flame out. So, uh, you know, what do you Congrats. expect from a team of ex-Rangers? Yeah, right. That's true. But, uh, you know, Columbus, they, they had nothing to lose. And boy, did they just dominate. I'm sorry to hear that Vegas didn't make it, you know, if for no other reason that we're going to miss out on all those epic playoff, you know, introductions that they had last year. Yeah, what a magical first season they had. And that's very true. But we'll see what happens. San Jose, man, uh, they, they've been like we said about Tampa Bay as well. San Jose has been such a good team for so long. I think I predicted them to miss the playoffs this year. <laughs> Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you, sometimes you just got to go out on a limb and, uh, sometimes it'll be right. Sometimes you won't, but that's why we watch the games and see what happens. But you know, they credit to them. They, they won, they made it. They, they're going to the second round. So now they're playoff shark, do, 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 playoff shark, do, 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 playoff shark, do, 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 playoff shark. Win the cup, do 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 do. Win the cup, do 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 do. Win the cup, do 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 do. Win the cup. All right, I'm gonna stop. I apologize, listener. I know that once that gets in your head, it never goes away. So, <laughs> I I I sincerely apologize for infecting you with that. But you know, that's my brand of comedy. But again, yeah, getting back to the, the put a cap on that, that the Sharks have been such a good team. They've gotten to the final recently, and it would be nice for them to win the whole thing. But you have some teams in the East that uh, really don't care about that. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes. San Jose, do, 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 do. San Jose, do, 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 do. San Jose, do, 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 do. San Jose. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't help myself. Anyway. So, yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> yes, good. Good. Okay. <laughs> hey, my daughter hosted her first sleepover the other night. How'd that go? I hid in the bedroom. 
good, as uh, every good father should do. <laughs> my wife, uh, my wife, kind of oversaw the whole thing. So you know, it was. Uh, I, I mean, I guess she had fun. She had a good time. So that's the important thing. Excellent, absolutely. Also, James, you have a young niece and nephew, but really, I I, I doubt your nephew is is uh, familiar with this. But your niece may very well be. Have you heard of someone named Jojo Siwa? No, I haven't. Apparently, she's some kind of Nickelodeon slash YouTube star, and she has her own line of apparel or something. Mm. And I, I, I hadn't heard of her. My wife bought my daughter like some JoJo Siwa branded Easter bows for Easter. Uh, well, yeah, I guess. And I didn't know who she was, and my daughter was incredulous. And you know, we we went to a family gathering on Easter Sunday. And her cousin, who's just a little younger than my daughter, also was incredulous because she knew who Jojo, Jojo, she knew who Jojo Siwa was and uh, say that three times fast. And so I apparently am completely out of the loop. And my wife said, don't you don't know Jojo Siwa? She watches those videos all the time. I was like, where we regulate her YouTube viewing pretty strictly. So I, I have no idea. But Jojo Siwa, listener, if you know who Jojo Siwa is, please tell me, because I don't know. Thank you for the heads up, American Rhino. I appreciate it. I don't even know what a Siwa is. Yeah, but so that's uh, that's that's that. And I have nothing else worth talking about. So unless you have something, <laughs> maybe we should just jump into the podcast. Yeah, we have a full a full slate of ball hockey related topics to talk about actually so wow. don't fail out yet uh, mark your calendars folks today whatever day you happen to be listening to this is the day where we have the full slate of of deck stuff so you know here we go <laughs> james yeah. james i am excited to find out what this slate of topics actually consists of so if I could impose upon you, would you mind telling us what is on deck for this podcast? It will be my honor. Thank you kindly. Deck budget. Will Ontario, Canada get a new ball hockey court? An article written back in January raised the question, and the American Rhino and I want to know. Family squabble. It's been said that no one can hurt your feelings worse than the ones closest to you. It's ice hockey versus deck hockey in British Columbia, and where picking sides. And free plug, our good friends at the Charlotte Street Hockey League didn't even ask us for this because, well, they don't need to advertise. But sign-ups for the 2019 Summer League began on April 24th. Hurry up and join if there's a small chance that a spot is still open. And that's what's on deck. Thank you, James. You're welcome, sir. You know, at work, we are moving to a new building, so there's some clean-out of stuff that's no longer needed being done right now. And uh, Superfan Anthony actually just gave me a free plug. <laughs> it's like a, it's a short extension cord. The plug part rotates, so, you know, it can, like, if, if the thing you're plugging in is not, you know, conveniently, if the cord doesn't go in a convenient direction, you can just turn it, and, and it's flat, lays flat against the wall, so you can, oh, it's, it, it's a nice... It's a quality piece of electrical engineering, and I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. So thank you, Anthony. Well done, Superfan Anthony. Yes, and good luck to your Islanders. And his misfits are in second place with uh, just three games left in their season. Fantastic. All yeah. right, good. And Anybody? not only that, but they got bumped up a division last season. Yes, that's right. You were telling us about that. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So uh, don't miss anyone it. who deserves 
good karma, it's super fan Anthony. Yep, agreed. Thank you for those good. It's good. It, I, good news is so rare. So thank you very much. I think he actually got to go to the game where the Islanders actually did. He go to the the game the Islanders uh, swept. I think he may have. Yeah. So, so you know, good on him. Yeah, because that. Uh, yeah, they they have home ice for. Well, they had home ice against Pittsburgh. So did did he? I guess he went to Pittsburgh then, because oh I'm no, pretty maybe he was at game. I think he was at game two then, and he he just watched game four. But regardless, All uh, right. he he went to he went to at least one of the playoff games, and and obviously they won. So I don't know anything about anything. That's fine. I mean, going to a playoff game with your favorite team winning is is a thrill and a half. So absolutely. Um, I, uh, I'm very jealous of anybody who's gone to the Stanley Cup final game, if your favorite team was in there too, by the way. Something I, Gary and I both would each love to do. And uh, thanks to the American Rhino, I had one big event checked off my bucket list being WrestleMania. So Stanley Cup final would be another one. You know where I have not gone? Ontario. I know, and we need to go because it seems like the one of the uh, great hotbeds of ball hockey in the world. Of course, being up in Canada, they live and breathe hockey, but specifically ball hockey and deck hockey. So that's right up our alley. Being a typical American, I, I don't know much about geography, especially of other countries. So I don't know what towns fall in which provinces. Ottawa is in Ontario, right? Yes. I don't know if there are any other NHL Canadian teams that are in Ontario besides them. So... I, I, I don't know. So let's just say Ottawa. Yeah, let's go. Let's go Sens for I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The, the, well, yeah. Canada, the way it's broken up, because we're, we're used to the 50 states and that includes Hawaii and Alaska. But uh, I guess provinces is the way that they break up Canada. And there's only a few of them as huge of a country that it is. So, the, yeah, a lot of a lot of mileage goes into that. Uh, each province or whatever the case is. but and, and we'll go from one end to the other. We'll go from east to west in this podcast. So right now, yes, the American Rhinos, right? We'll stick in Ontario. And um, this article was written back in January. And the premise is that the Chatham Road Hockey League, which is a very popular ball hockey league, they wanted to put in for a budget to have a new ball hockey rink set up and built. So I reached out to the uh, lovely lady, I guess, uh, I'm assuming she's a lovely lady that wrote the article. Unfortunately, I guess maybe she was too busy or whatever the case was, but we didn't hear back from her. So we just wanted to have an explanation to see if the Chatham Road Hockey League got their rink or not. So we don't know. If you're out there listening to this podcast and and you're a member of the uh, Road Hockey League or just in Ontario or whatever, we hope you got the the new arena or at least the new, uh, not a new arena. That'd be really impressive if you got a new arena for ball hockey, but uh, if you got the new rink. Yeah, I mean, so, I I would love to know. Inquiring minds, right? Yeah, so going back to January when they were putting the budget together and they were going to rule on it, a member, one of the key members of the Chatham Road Hockey League, Mr. Ryan Jackson, actually ran for counselor during the last municipal election. So he has some experience in this. And one of the things that he heard when he was running was that there wasn't enough for young people to do in Chatham. And he, again, is a member of this uh, Road Hockey League or Ball Hockey League. And they 
beauty of that league, it's been around since for over five years. It's free and anybody can play. It's completely all inclusive. So again, one of the benefits of ball hockey is that there's uh, no bias against anybody. So it doesn't matter if, if you bottom line is if you want to play, you can play. So they try and make it fair, obviously, where kids could play versus kids and stuff like that. But, you know, doesn't matter, boy or girl, man, woman, whatever, go out and play. They're equal opportunity is what you're saying. Thank you very much. That's the... <laughs> That's the proper way to say what the, uh, the the roundabout way I was trying to get to it. But so one of the things that they were talking about was uh, to promote something for the youth to do would be a uh, ball hockey rink. And um, they think they could get one built for about sixty five thousand dollars. It's they didn't come up with that number out of the blue either. That was based on some research and from similar rinks around the area and the benefit would be not just for hockey fans but for youth in general uh would be a a place to meet and uh, be organized well there would be boards installed as a matter of fact and it would be a rink big enough for five on five so you have the option if you want to go higher or lower and it would include basketball nets as well so it would not just be strictly for for hockey uh, you could use it all year round and anybody could participate in it. So we don't know if they got the funding for it. We hope they did. And uh, it sounded like a really great plan uh, and, and nothing but benefits for the community. Do we know what kind of surface it would have? Sport court, concrete, uh, other? That's a good question, actually. From what I could tell, they didn't mention the surface. Maybe they, they, they refer to it as a court. So I don't know. Here's what I want to know, James. I'm looking over this article about the the thing that we're talking about, and uh, as, as it says, it, they they looked at the nearby Kingston Park, I guess, as a model of what they wanted to do there. And Kingston Park has, uh, in addition to you know it, it being a family friendly uh, thing, it has a a splash pad. <laughs> I don't know what a splash pad is. But I'm intrigued and I, I want to know more about this. So, yes, uh, if uh, Miss Wills is out there, the the uh, authoress of this article, authoress. Yeah, please let us know. Or if you're a member of the Chatham Road Hockey League, we got a lot of questions and we need answers. So please shoot us an email. You know, the American Rhino goes through the various ways you can let us know or contact us at the end of the podcast. So we have we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. We got an email and all that crazy stuff. So sorry to bring up nothing but questions, but this is intriguing. And uh, more than anything else, I think any ball hockey fan wants to know. And if we do not get an answer from the author of this article, listener, feel free to to just make something up and tell us. Yeah, that works too. I mean, we'll give Miss Wills the benefit of the doubt here and, and, and give her an opportunity to respond. But in the event that she does not, you know, I'm I'm perfectly happy with somebody telling me, uh, you know, all all kinds of things that may not be true, just for the benefit of our own entertainment. Yeah, and uh, again, this this was printed in the BlackburnNews.com. So if anybody else may be interested from the Blackburn News staff, again, yeah. Like I I know we covered splash hockey on the podcast a couple of years ago right wasn't that wasn't that the thing with like basically they were playing hockey on a giant slip and slide yeah i think they referred to it as soap hockey possibly oh was it so yes. hockey yeah you might be right uh, yeah but, but so that's that's not the same thing hmm. all right sure i mean basically it's slip and slide and hockey so but yeah i'm intrigued by the uh, splash pad too 
Splash hockey might have actually been a concept for a thing that I made up in my own head. I could be confusing the two. It makes sense, though, I mean, because the soap hockey looked dangerous, but at least they had the presence of mind to play on grass, so put mm-hmm. the the uh, the tarp over the grass because it looked like, yeah, American Rhino and I were like, you could snap an ankle without even trying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, I think the, the salient fact that we need to take away from this this topic here is that we need to know more about this splash pad (laughs) right that's the takeaway you know if we have to do our own research so be it but uh, we'll come back with you next hit the deck we'll we'll see what happens yeah yeah all right well in the meantime (laughs) why don't we why don't we stay in canada but slide over to british columbia sounds good sir all right follow your lead oh okay well i i don't know that I have a great sense of direction, but I'll, I have ways, so I'll do my best. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's north, south, east, west, but whatever. We'll, we'll make it to British Columbia somehow. Well, I'll tell you what, I must confess, and I've confessed this to you off air, but I get lost with <laughs> the GPS, so I'm not one to, uh, to make fun of anybody else. I foresee this road trip as being like uh, moving right along from the Muppet movie. hey i've never seen the sun come up in the west what yeah that that's a good sense of direction the the sun rises in the east and sets in the west that's Uh, very good oh that's a i love that song that i mean it's a great movie and i i just i just got it i think for christmas uh which i'm happy about i have to go back and watch that hopefully they haven't butchered it because that happens with these Muppet films often because they've lost the rights to something or other. So they have to delete scenes or, or they have to remove songs or something. So I hope that hasn't been the case for the Muppet movie. I haven't actually watched it yet, but uh, oh, such a classic. I watched that tape. We, we taped it off of TV when I was young and I wore that thing out, man. I watched that so many times and moving right along is such a great song. Moving right along dig a doom dig a doom yes absolutely and uh, come on now i mean uh, are people really that cheap and greedy that you'd 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 hold the sesame street gang or or the muppet gang to come on you know yeah, it's it's legal, you know. It's that's it, it's legal, you know. It's it's just it's legal like rights and stuff. So, uh, it's with anything. A lot of the stuff from that era, you find that kind of behavior and, and those kind of legal wranglings with because they didn't, you know, they they secured the rights for a limited amount of time and they didn't foresee the kind of home distribution that we have now. So it it's it's yeah. not they didn't they didn't secure the rights for the movie with those things in mind. And now that they have it, it's it's all a big messy thing that they opt to just, "Oh, right, I don't want to bother, so I'll just cut this out." Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. I... Well, uh, uh, you you remember, well, we both remember the real thing, so hopefully it's still intact. But in the meantime... Yes, speaking, uh, to... speaking of, uh, of, of heated battles, let's get moving right along to British Columbia, where we are going to discuss a, a, a pitched battle, you know, a, a civil war brother against brother-esque conflict of ice hockey versus ball hockey. Dun, dun, dun! 
Yeah, you know, it's one big family, one big happy family, but sometimes it's not so happy. And this is what's going on. This was an article written by Matthew Claxton, and this was back in February when the article was written. And uh, fast forward to now, we checked out the Valley Ball Hockey Association website. And from our count, it's on their website, there are 36 venues that they can play ball hockey in. And there are 1,200 ball hockey players in this league. But the particular place that they were talking about was in Langley, the Langley rink. And they have an ice hockey rink, which I guess come spring, they melt the ice and then they use it for uh, for ball hockey and deck hockey and also lacrosse, by the way. But what they decided to do this year, and it seemed to be at a last minute thing, was they wanted to keep the ice through this part of the year now where we're at the recording of this podcast. We're still in virtually early spring. And they wanted to account for playoffs for for ice hockey. They have a, a at least one ice hockey team that uses that rink as a home rink, and I believe the team is the Rivermen. So I don't know if they were uh, playoff bound or whatever the case is. And they also have other things like skate and community skate programs, figure skating, and as the article says, a number of other ice hockey events that go on. But uh, when you have 35 other places to play, maybe they figured that wouldn't be a big deal. But uh, it's a big league. Again, 1,200 players and that it's seven divisions from various ages. And out of those seven divisions, three of them have two subdivisions. So it's a really tremendous, tremendous amount of players and games and scheduling to do. Uh, And if you go to their website, we'll have, of course, links to their website. It's really impressive. and, And it reminds us a lot of a couple of uh, great ball hockey leagues that we know of, including the Charlotte Street Hockey League and the Columbus Deck Hockey Association and, and Raleigh Street Hockey League that have uh, great Facebook pages and um, and websites themselves. So really, James, I think the core issue here is that they want to keep the ice on this surface for longer, right? The, the if, if I grasp things correctly, the arena has decided that they're going to extend the ice surface on this rink for longer than they normally would and therefore the the ball hockey players who play on it dry are uh kind of sol do i have that right you have it exactly right yeah well so the way that they're being compensated the ball hockey players is it was suggested that they can move to the outdoor rink outside and you know it's i would say it's an inconvenience but I have to disagree with Craig McDougal, who disputes their being moved outside, claiming that ball hockey is an indoor sport. Now, granted, as somebody who has had to deal with the elements and had many a game canceled because of the elements and had many a health, well, I don't want to say crisis because I'm not a drama queen, but many a health challenge <laughs> due to the elements. I I will sympathize with him and say, okay, sure, it's more convenient to play indoors. And, you know, certainly there are advantages in terms of the facilities that they have with, you know, the indoors being superior in terms of scoreboards and seating and, and what have you that they have there. So I will cede to him that it is preferable to be indoors in this particular situation. However, I dispute strongly the idea that ball hockey is an indoor sport. 
ball hockey basically, as far as I'm concerned, grew out of street hockey. And you can't play street hockey inside because, you know, who has indoor streets? Like, I mean, I guess if you're talking about a tunnel or like a parking garage, that could that, that's a stretch. But, uh, you know, the, at, at that point, you're really if, if you're talking about a parking structure, that's more of a like a indoor that, that that's that's kind of indoors, but kind of outdoors. It's 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 a gray area, I would say. And it's not so much a street as it is just a large pad. I'm I'm quibbling. I know. I really I realize I'm quibbling over minutia. I apologize. But my point is that I think ball hockey is inherently an outdoor sport. And I think that's part of the fun, because as as great as it is to be able to play on a nice, smooth sport court, you know, in a temperature regulated arena with what have you, there's there's a certain charm to playing outside. There's a you know, it's it's I think maybe it's just because that's the way I'm most used to playing. But I feel like that, you know, there there's kind of a raw fun element to being able to play outside like uh, it, it it's it's almost it's a it's almost more pure that way. I, I feel like personal opinion. But uh, I think, you know, I think if your options are play outside or don't play, I don't think that's an option at all. Like that. There's no choice there. It's true. You're absolutely right. And I agree with you 100 percent on everything you just said. We're a couple of city guys and, and that's how we grew up playing hockey outside. But it's kind of like the haves and the have nots. So maybe this is a microcosm of uh, America versus Canada or at least big cities like New York or Boston versus uh, British Columbia here as a whole that they <laughs> they know what they're doing over there because they're used to having yeah indoor arena with with seating <laughs> with a scoreboard and uh, and boards and all that stuff so uh, really quite amazing and that's what they were kind of complaining about that the outdoor arena at least at the writing of this article it was paved but it was again outdoors and it didn't have seating for viewers it didn't have a proper score display with a penalty countdown by the way oh no article. yeah or glass above the boards. But uh, this article did say those upgrades were scheduled to be installed in the covered facility too by the recording of this podcast by this April. It's uh, covered no less? Yeah. You know what? The the Chatham Road Hockey League in Ontario would kill to have what you're just dismissing out of hand. So I guess what I'm saying to Mr. McDougal is suck it up, Nancy. You know, it's true. You figured we were going to side with the deck hockey team here. But yeah, exactly. We, we, we don't know what that's like. That's, that's like going from a Ford to a Lamborghini. I mean, what are you talking about? You know what? Look, I, I, I'm not in favor of the ball hockey team being pushed out. No. Because, you know, obviously I'm passionate about the sport and I love it. But that being said... The ice hockey team can't play ice hockey outside, you know, unless this facility is, you know, way upgraded. And, and I don't know about their ice capabilities, you know, as, as if I'm reading this correctly, they, you know, they they the ice hockey team has to play inside. And if they have playoffs and other stuff and legitimate reasons why they should be inside, yes, it's inconvenient. 
But as long as the ball hockey players have another facility outside that they can play in, if it's not ideal, then, you know, just go play hockey. Like, stop whining about it and just go play hockey. Yeah, that, that would be the attitude. But I guess when you have 1,200 people to uh, worry about and you also – that's not including uh, coaches. And they said there's about 150 volunteers as well. And you're talking about kids ranging from ages of 5 to 18 – so I could definitely sympathize with the younger kids. So exactly. I mean, we're kind of being tongue in cheek here and, and whatnot. But because uh, just to have <laughs> be spoiled like that, that this would be a problem. Um, I wish that was the worst problem I had in my life, <laughs> quite frankly. Far, far from it. But, um, you know, uh, he did say that, uh, Mr. McDougal, that some families have asked for refunds and backed out of the league. So, and he expected other families to do so as well. But uh, who knows? Again, when we, when we went to the website, the uh, Valley Ball Hockey Association, VBHA, their website, it looked like they had a full schedule done and they were playing in the outside arena. I don't know what the weather's like over there in British Columbia this time of year. Judging from what it's like here in, in, in the tri-state area, New York area, spring kind of takes a while to get going. But as the American Rhino says, we, we've played in snow, we've played in below freezing temperatures and uh, rain and whatever. So we just played for the sake of playing. And the surface that we play on is really, it's brutal. So it, it's bad on, uh, on our joints, talking about our knees and stuff and lower backs. And uh, it's really rough on the, uh, the gear too, uh, hockey sticks and, and especially for our goalies with the, all the gear that you guys have to worry about. So that's just how it goes in British Columbia. They know what they're doing out there when it comes to hockey of all sorts. But yeah, um, if, if I have to choose a side uh, in this case, it seems like it's working out okay, even though there was some inconvenience and maybe some families did back out. But we'll, we'll, we'll see uh, if we could get an answer to that too, uh, how it went. But Judging from the outside looking in, it seems like that they rose to the occasion, did what they had to do, and uh, everybody made the best of it. Yeah, I mean, yes. Like I said, I'm obviously you'd prefer to play on a nicer surface. Everybody would prefer nicer things than what they currently have, but they still have the opportunity to play hockey. It's not like they're being completely shut out. So I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm sorry that they're being inconvenienced and that it's not ideal especially if this is something that they're paying for. I would hope mm. they would get some kind of refund if they're being forced out to, you know, less great facilities. But if you're still able to play hockey, then you're still able to play hockey. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to weep too many bitter tears over their situation. And now coming back to the States and Charlotte the Charlotte Street Hockey League has started its new sign-up for the Summer League as we speak. And I'm sure it's all booked up, but just in case there may be a spot that is open and you find yourself in the area, sign up and join the Charlotte Street Hockey League. Yeah, man. We love talking about ball hockey. We love talking about ball hockey all over the place. But especially... Being Americans, we love talking about American ball hockey, and super especially, we love supporting the biggest supporters of this podcast. We, you know, we have the Charlotte Street Hockey League. Is is you know, we got our our, our good good friend of the podcast, Lou. Lou. So you know, he's always been good to us. So we want to try and return the favor in whatever way we can. And uh, you know, I'm. 
I'm sure Lou is sad about his pens being out of it. But uh, as for the rest of his league, I I hope they're not partying too hard over the Carolina Hurricanes, you know, playoff advancement. And, uh, you know, I mean, you know, you beat the Stanley Cup champs. That's not nothing. That's uh, that that's that's something to write home about, I would say. So hopefully their revelry has not caused them to forsake their ball hockeying. But, you know, just have a good time, guys. Anyway, so hopefully by the time they're ready to start this this uh, this new season, then they will have recovered from their shenanigans in in celebration of their team. So, uh, yeah. If you are in that area and if there is a spot still open, we want to make sure that you get your hands on that sweet, sweet spot. So, uh, James, how do they get there? Thank you, American Rhino. And again, this is all on the Charlotte Street Hockey League. You could check out their Facebook page or their website, and we'll have links to that as well. And the way it's set up is really, really well done and great job by Lou and company is that uh, they have the open sports app. And uh, you could sign up through that area and, and, and get yourself uh, guaranteed to play in the summer league. All the information is there for you, what it costs and so on and so forth. And the schedule is posted as well. And of course, Lou very smartly says that dates could change because of weather again, because we play deck hockey outside, as do the Charlotte Street Hockey League. So they have everything posted. The uh Probable dates start June 2nd is opening day, and uh, that's the way they break it out. They go through June and uh, take a break from June through July. They take a break in late July for the Greensboro tournament. So I'm not sure if that has something to do with the Raleigh Street Hockey League or other very, very, very great friends. And of course, yeah, Kevin was recently on the podcast as well because they're always supporting each other, which is amazing. And uh, just typical deck hockey stuff is uh, these different leagues all support each other i would uh, expect i would expect that that is what that's for because i know lou always takes a team out to the rshl tournaments so i imagine this is no different true and then the uh, championship game for the 2019 summer league for the cshl is scheduled for august 4th and so you have the regular season guaranteed in there you got the playoffs baked in as well. I think they said that uh, signups will be first come, first serve. So again, that uh, I'm sure they're all booked, but just in case. He says that they're planning on to have about four teams, and uh, he stresses that goalies make sure your internet speed is good. So I guess that they're, for you wonderful goalies out there, that uh, they need you, and they want to make sure that you get yourself a spot. Spots are limited, so I guess they, they want to make sure that, you know, those goalies can can get in there and sign up right away because if you hesitate for even a second, you might miss out. Which is what it's about being a goalie, exactly right. You got to be on your toes and and uh, sharp and all that. So very very well said by a goalie. Yeah, well, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, no, honestly, goalie is a funny position because it it all depends on where you are. Some some leagues. You know, they they are are hurting for goalies. They they have people doubling and tripling up because they're they're just they need goalies and they don't have them. Whereas there are some leagues where it just falls out that they have too many goalies and and people are fighting for the opportunity to play in net. So 
you know, I, 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 I guess Charlotte is, is on the embarrassment of riches side of things. So, you know, good for them. And if you are a goalie in that area, you might already be out of luck, but, uh, you know, take, take a shot. You might get lucky. And yes, and Lou also says that uh, if you have any questions, feel free to send them a message on Facebook or reach out to one of the league managers, and they will be very happy to help you. Never give up on the play. <laughs> That's right. Spoken by a true, true goalie who knows what he's talking about. Actually, I just before we wrap up this topic, I just want to say a couple of things about the Open Sports app. I haven't really used it much, but I, I believe Lou is the one who recommended it to us. And it's actually pretty cool. So it's an app that you can download for free on your device. And, it, you know, it, it's, it's basically what you can do is you can use it to either kind of cast a net out to let people know and arrange signups for your own sporting events. Or if you're, let's say, a free agent who's looking to play a sport in your area, you can search. Basically, you can search for anybody who's posted that sport in your area. You can set the uh, like the the distance, kind of the the circle within your your the range with which you're willing to travel to these events. You can uh, you can kind of set. You can filter by fees that you're willing to pay to play. You can. You know, there's all all sorts of criteria that you can set up and, and you can set it up to alert you if something in your area pops up. So, you know, and, and again, if you're running an event, you can set it up. Really, there's tons of sports on there. Some, you know, sports I may never even have heard of. And so you, you can go and you can create an event and just like let people sign up for it. And, you know, wham, bam, you've got yourself, you know, a hockey game or uh you know a hockey tournament or whatever and and just boom it makes things very easy and i know there's a segment of the population who doesn't like facebook so if there are people who aren't facebook people you know you don't trust it you don't like it you just it's not it's not your thing maybe you were on it and now you've given it up uh this this makes it easy to just arrange these kind of things right there on your phone boom I want to play some hockey. Let me see what's in my area. Bing, 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 bing. Hey, I want to do that. Let me sign up. All right. You find yourself a hockey game. One, two, three. It's, uh, it's that easy. So thank you, Lou. Have it in. You done it again. <laughs> uh, me. <laughs> Last minute remaining in the podcast. All right. So. It is that time we have completed another episode of Hit the Deck. So we want to thank Lou for just for being you. We want to thank you in the likely event that you are not Lou. We want to thank you for listening to the podcast. We would have no reason to sit here and talk about hockey if you weren't, you know, sitting there listening to us talk about hockey or standing or walking or playing or whatever you're doing. Whatever you happen to be doing as you listen to us, we appreciate you for doing so. So thank you so much for that. We would, uh, of course, like to thank Anthony Sejazi for providing us with music on this here show. And, uh, you know, we'd like to, 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 to thank all of the, the contributors who have offered us topics here on Hit the Deck and, and provided us with content to speak to you about. It's, it's you know, it's, it's because of 
all of these uh, these these wonderful folks that we are able to hit the deck with you each and every week. So if you would like to become a contributor to hit the deck, if you'd like to reach out to us directly and, you know, talk with us or, or engage with us or give us, you know, something something to talk about on the podcast. Maybe you have a league that you want to talk up or or maybe you just heard something that we talked about and and have a different opinion that you'd like to share with us. Regardless, we want to hear from you. So please feel free to reach out to us. Email us at hit the deck. Deck is spelled D-E-K. Hit the deck at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at hit the deck pod. And we are at hit the deck on Facebook and Instagram. So you can get at us and we can have that conversation. That being said, of course, we would encourage you to subscribe to this podcast because if you subscribe to the podcast, you can get it whenever it drops. You don't have to worry about going to find it. You can just get it right there. Boom. Here we are. We can hit the deck. So do that. Subscribe to us on YouTube just because we love getting subscribers. And, uh, you know, we we would appreciate it if you could do us a solid. So all that being said, James, is there anything you'd like to throw in here at the end of the show? Yes. Thank you, sir. Speaking of the Charlotte Street Hockey League, check them out if you're interested in joining Deck Hockey Leagues. Also, the Columbus Deck Hockey Association, the Raleigh Street Hockey League, the VAR Hockey League, and our own LIQ. And also, one last thing, try and help out Eileen Messler and her teammates to help fundraise their trip to Slovakia. And also, donate to LaGrange Hockey as well. Thank you very much. Thank you, James. Thank you, sir. All right, pal. Well, I guess all that's left to do is to say that whether you are fighting for a place to play or fixating on something else entirely, whether you're taking your ball and going home or embracing what you have to make something awesome, regardless of what you find yourself doing, I would always encourage you to remember it's deck hockey. Don't be that guy. Thanks, everybody. That was too stupid. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Edit that out. All right, we'll do. (laughs) Thank you. There's only one person allowed to sound stupid around here.